Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call me Seth Myers. Everybody loves Ray. I love it. Yeah, it's one of our favorite times of the week. Ron and I in Canton, Ohio at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 27 bronze busts from Steelers history staring right at us as we do the show. Nelly to my right, Mr. Charles Borges. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers back in the home studio. Ron, and we're about to talk to Ray Fittipaldo, as I mentioned. Right around the corner here, some of the greatest thing, like every little nook and cranny, you're in for a new surprise. Belichick's hoodie from one of his coaching record days is behind glass over there with Tom Landry's hat. How about that? Sean Payton's headset from his Super Bowl when they beat the Colts. Hank Stram's playbook and Tom Coughlin's defensive game plan against the unbeaten Patriots that we just talked about. This place is incredible. It's got amazing artifacts and souvenirs, doesn't it? And we were talking about the Bill Nunn Award over there that goes to the uh, media legends, and I can only imagine it'll be a year or two before Ray Fittipaldo is among them, and you'll uh, be his presenter. I would love to present Ray, for sure. Ray, how are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing well. You ever been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been there many times, a couple times for work. Uh, you know, I took the family like three years ago, and uh, uh, it was great. At, at that time, I think like Donnie Schell, Bill Cower were getting ready to get inducted or had been inducted, and they had, like I remember, like Cower had like stuff from Carlington High School on display, display like in a little locker. I'm not sure if that's still there anymore. Um, but when I was there um, – the great Pete Diana had one of his photos on display. So look for that. I'm sure I'm, that might be like a, a year-long thing because I think he won the photo of the year um, for mm -hmm. that year. But, uh, yeah, RIP Pete. But uh, he, was, uh, he, he was on display up there for, for a long time. Ray, you have my nominee to be up here on the, on the, uh, the award winners. So uh, just keep working hard at it, pal, okay? Oh, yeah, you know I will. I know you will. What's happening with the offensive coordinator search? Uh, well, Jared Johnson's in today, um, so he'll be the second through. Um, I think they're going to interview a lot of guys, so I, I don't think we're close to the finish line there. Um, you know, I'll be in Mobile next week. I know Tomlin and Omar Khan will be in Mobile, so there's a chance that uh, they might do an interview or two down there, but I, I would expect – you know, they'll, they'll probably try to get this done by the combine at least. And I think ideally 
a week or two before the combine, which begins in, in late February. Well, Ray, I played this game with Dr. Kabali earlier this week, and I'd like to play it with you. I'm going to name, you know, a possible candidate, some of the names that have been thrown out there. You tell me quickly if you like the idea or not and if you think it could actually happen, okay? Okay. Byron Lefwich. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Eric Bieniemy. Yes, I like that. Cliff Kingsbury. No. What don't you like about that one? Uh, short NFL resume. You know, we just went through the whole Matt Canada thing here with a guy, college, a college guy who came to the NFL. And, you know, Kingsbury spent, what, two years in the NFL, and then he lost his job. So I, I just I want someone who knows how to draw it up in the NFL, somebody who has – some vast experiences in the NFL. So that's why I wouldn't want uh, Kingsbury. Which of these passing game specialists would intrigue you more, Clint Kubiak or Zach Robinson? Um, both. I mean, I, I don't want to give short shrift to one or the other. They, they both come from, you know, the same tree, you know, the McVay-Shanahan tree. Um, Kubiak only has one year of play-calling experience. Robinson, none. So that would be a little bit concerning to me. But, um, you know, I, I look around, guys, and, you know, Bobby Slowick didn't have play-calling experience. He's doing quite well in Houston. So maybe what Mike said, you know, um, about having wanting that experience, maybe that comes to pass. Maybe it doesn't. But, you know, I think there are plenty of good candidates like a Zach Robinson or a Clint Kubiak who – maybe don't have that vast experience, but maybe they are ready for a job like that. Well, a couple of guys with experience, Arthur Smith, Frank Reich. Uh, yes, on both. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Like guys who have been there and done that, guys who know how to win in the NFL. Smith, you know, you. I, I look at the Steelers and I look at the Titans, and I think they're kind of built in similar ways. Um you know, they won with Derrick Henry in the running game, and they were successful in the playoffs a couple of times. I think they made it to a championship game uh, with Ryan Vanderhill the one year. Um, he knows how to win in the playoffs, and I think he can get enough out of the passing game. So, yeah, I, I don't know what Smith has going on now. He just got fired. He might want to take a year off. I don't know. Not much, I think. <laughs> Not much right now. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what his plans are, but, I, I yeah, I would be on board with Interviewing him for sure. Any of these three intrigue you? Josh McDaniels, Greg Roman, Ken Dorsey? Uh, not Greg Roman. Um, he, he's got the running game. He knows how to draw that up, but he was no, never successful with Lamar Jackson as a passer. Maybe part of that was Jackson wasn't ready to be a passer at that point, but that would be a red flag for me. Um, you know, Dorsey, yes. I, you know, Dorsey got fired because Josh Allen was turning the ball over too much, but he had some really good years with Allen too. So I, you know, I, I wouldn't really be turned off, um, you know, by what transpired the first half of this season. Then who was the other one, Joe? I don't remember. Do any of these That's guys? Josh McDaniels. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not really interested in McDaniels. What about the two guys that have already interviewed here? Uh, you know, Josh, uh, not Josh, uh, Jared Johnson. Jared. 
again, no play calling experience. And he was a quarterback's coach for one year. So I, you know, I think we're kind of like in the Mike Tom one information gathering age of the learning process. Like he talked about, I don't know if Jared Johnson is a serious candidate. He might be, but he doesn't have a, a long resume. Um, now the other guy, Thomas Brown does. I mean, Thomas Brown um, did call the plays in Carolina this past year, um, uh, at least for part of the year after Wright got fired. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit more there on his resume, but again, he's a McVay guy. So I, I would certainly think that uh, he's in play for sure. Ray, the reports are that the Falcons have hired Raheem Morris. There's only one job left, Seattle, and both uh, Vrabel and specifically Belichick are out there. What's Is yeah. Belichick not going to have a job this year? What about assistant head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> um, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, no, I mean, it, yeah, it seems like he's, he's going to take a year off. Um, I don't know if he wanted too much control. I don't know what the story is there. Um, but, yeah, if you would have asked me at the beginning of this hiring cycle – um, I thought for sure, you know, Belichick might have had the, the, the pick of any of those jobs, and he doesn't get one of them. So that, that's surprising. You know, I, I was joking about Belichick, obviously, but would you t- guys take Mike Vrabel as an assistant head coach if he doesn't get that job? I mean, you know, they, they've done that in the past. You know, they were, you know, got Brian Flores um, after he lost the head coaching job. I don't know if, you know, Vrabel would want to come here, but that's the type of guy. I think I, I would want on my staff if, if he's available. Ray Fittipaldo of the Post-Gazette fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ray, you wrote your cut em or keep em, your annual cut em or keep em, and it was very good. And the one that stood out was Cam Hayward, where at the end you said Hayward's a longtime captain, leader of the locker room. If he is willing to accept a pay cut and return on a team-friendly deal, the Steelers could let him go out on his own term. Decision, keep him. Now, Cam, right around that point in the week, I don't know if he was talking about you or somebody else or just the general sentiment of some people, said basically those people that are talking about me taking a pay cut, screw them, he said. Basically, I ain't taking one. So where would that leave you if you were making this decision on Hayward? Well, on locker room clean-out day, he was actually – I don't have. I don't know if there's a transcript floating around or if anyone has that video, but I believe Cam was asked about taking a pay cut, and his response was something to the effect of let's cross that bridge when we come to it, I can't remember exactly, but I think somebody brought up Ben taking a pay cut in reference to that. And he said, you know, let's, let's see what happens basically. And then was it a day or two later, he comes out on his podcast and says what he says. I mean, so you, you, I mean, as a fan, I mean, I'm a journalist. So I, the way I look at it is like, he's creating content for his podcast. And I don't know if necessarily what he said on his podcast is going to actually come to pass. I mean, if the Steelers, the Steelers don't want to cut him. So I I think they'll do something with him, but you know, I I don't think coming out and saying, I'm not going to take a pay cut is is the best, the best way to go about that. If you're cam. So I I, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I would just, I I would be hundred percent shocked 
if he came back and was on the roster for his full $16 million salary next season. Ray, how close are they to these teams that are playing on Sunday? I mean, obviously they need a quarterback, right? And they need an offensive yeah. coordinator. I mean, they get something capable there. Are they close? You know, the way I look at it, they're not close to being the Ravens or the Chiefs. I mean, they, those clubs just have difference-making quarterbacks. I mean, I, you know, I, I, the 49ers have a much better roster, and I think they've got it figured out from an off- offensive standpoint. So I don't think they're close to the 49ers either. I mean, the, I, I guess if you're looking for one team in the Final Four where you could say, hey, maybe that could be the Steelers in a couple of years, I guess it would be the Lions. Um, you know, Jared Goff is obviously better than Kenny Pickett, but I think maybe there are, you, know, you could draw some comparisons between those two. Um, uh, and, you know, their roster has, is very good. But, but again, here, why is their roster good? because they were drafting high for so many years. I mean, you don't get a guy like uh, their offensive tackle, Sewell, in, when you're drafting in the 20s. You know, So they're very good because they've been drafting high for several years. So um, just in terms of the way those teams are built, the roster-building aspect, running the ball, that sort of thing, I guess they're probably closest to the Lions, but I don't even know if they're that close. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ray, back to Cam just for a moment here. Couldn't you just sign him to an extension that would, you know, drag the money out a little bit, but mitigate his cap hit this coming season and not give him a pay cut in that? Like, couldn't he make his money, but you could still lower the cap hit? So he would play, so he would get his full $16 million salary and he would play for like a million in 2025. Is that what you're saying? Something like that, yeah. I mean, don't they do that all the time? Mitigate somebody's high cap hit by signing him to a multi-year deal, even though you know he's not going to play multi-years? Okay, so there's two things with that. You would have to determine that he's worth playing at age 35 for $9 million a season, which maybe they do that. But you're also trying to figure out the injury situation, right? I mean, 
Yeah. When your body starts to break down, you know, I, I think they would be, they might be more content with the avenue of take a pay cut. You think you could have a great year, be healthy, and that's it. But then when you project that out two years, and you're in the age 36 year for the last year of that deal, there's just there's a lot of ifs there, and I think that contract could end up looking bad if he's you know if he if he's dealing with the injuries again. I mean, it is a big unknown with the injuries, guys. But as you know. Once you hit a certain age, um, you know those injuries just keep compounding, and it's it's harder to get back onto the field. So um, I, I probably wouldn't do an extension. I would probably, if I was Omar Khan, I probably want to do a uh, you know a pay cut restructure type of thing. I, I just think you know trying to figure out those injuries, and there were a lot of them. It wasn't just wasn't just one groin; it was two groins, and then he had a knee on top of it. So there's there's just a lot going on with Cam's body now. Ray, I, I mean, I think you mentioned Cam. I think the defensive line is an area of weakness. I'm, I'm thinking the uh, wide receiver, maybe the cornerbacks. What do they need the most? I mean, other than quarterback, obviously. You know, we didn't talk about Patrick Peterson. Um, if you cut Patrick Peterson, you can make an argument the cornerback um, if you do cut Patrick Peterson, you can make an argument that cornerback is their number one need going into the off season, and you address that either through free agency or the draft. I, you know, I I can make an argument that defensive line is their biggest need, even though they spent a second round pick on Benton. You know, just talking about Cam Hayward's age and Larry Ogunjobi's. Um, you know, he, he he played in every game this year, but I, I can't say that he lived lived up to his contract. So. For me, cornerback or defensive line, I know if you want to flip it over to the offense, you could probably say center or offensive tackle too. Um, but I think those might be secondary needs that you could probably address on day two. So I'm going to say cornerback or defensive line right now as we sit here in January. Ray Fittipaldo is on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Well, I've been asking everybody this question. Percent chance that Mason Rudolph comes back here next season? Um, I'll say 60%. I got a pretty good feeling that uh, that he will. And it's, you know, I, it's hard to read free agency. There might be a team that's out there that is willing to overpay for him. But, I, you know, I think they can get him for 5 or $6 million a year. And I, I think he would be a good option to go into the season with with Kenny Pickett really because yeah I think a lot of people think that Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph you go to camp with those two uh you're way 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 behind the eight ball in an AFC that's stocked with star quarterbacks I know but what are the realistic alternatives Joe like they're Probably not going to Kirk Cousins yeah I mean no I know like but the, uh, uh I guess it would be an okay idea. I just wouldn't feel good about it, Ron. No, I wouldn't either, Raymond. Uh, real quickly, who do you like on Sunday? You like the Ravens or the Chiefs? Uh, hard for me to pick against the the Chiefs because they just know how to win this time of year. But um, if the Ravens are ever going to get back to the Super Bowl, this is the year to do it. First AFC Championship game since 1970. So they'll have the whole city behind their back. And I just think they have a better overall roster than the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are kind of in that that 
mode now where they've got the big contract for Mahomes, they've lost some key pieces, but they still are winning. I, I just don't know how long they can continue to win when their roster isn't as good as it was a couple of years ago. So I, I think I think the Ravens will get it done at home. How about the other game? Yeah, I, mean, I just think the 40, 49ers, have, yeah, 49ers have a great roster. Um, it's supposed to be nice out there, so you won't have Brock Purdy throwing a wet ball this week. I, you know, I, I think they probably win that game rather handily, but I will admit the story of the Detroit Lions getting to a Super Bowl would trump anything this year. I mean, that, that franchise, I was walking, watching this documentary on Netflix about Barry Sanders, and it just goes into the, the whole history of Detroit and how they've never won. Um, if Detroit gets there, it'd be a great story. I just don't know if they have what it takes to beat the 49ers this year. I just saw Barry Sanders' locker here at the Hall of Fame, where Ron and I are broadcasting from today. Yeah. All right, Ron, may I indulge Ray in a game of free association? Uh, you, you know what? This is not only a highlight for me, <laughs> it's a highlight for Ray. Ray, Najee Harris gets his fifth-year extension this offseason. Yes. The Steelers' first-round draft pick is what position? Cornerback. Which of these safeties, and I'm going to include Patrick Peterson as a safety, is most likely to come back? Peterson, KZ, or Neal? Neal. Chooks is definitely done. Definitely. Mitch Trubisky is beyond definitely done. Beyond definitely done. <laughs> Mason Cole is done. Uh, that's a hard one, Joe. Um, and I'm, I'm going to break the rules, but bear with me here. One year left, $6.7 million cap hit. So ideally you would move on from him, but I don't know that you can get a starting center in the second or third round. And if you do, do you feel good about starting that guy right away? So I apologize. Presley Harvin is done. Uh Yes. Percent chance the Steelers draft a quarterback in the first round? Um, two percent chance. Second round. That's a better question, Joe. I'll go 15%. Thank you. Anywhere else in the draft, if they don't take one in the first two, percent chance they take yeah. a quarterback at all? I'll say 30%. Mason Rudolph gets a nice deal and goes somewhere else. Give me the name of a veteran quarterback you could see coming here. Um, you know, without knowing guys' contract situations, like a Taylor Heineken type of a guy. A type, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Chance Russell Wilson comes here. 1%. Ooh. Very low, Ron. Did you hear that? That's he might about even as low think, as you can go. He might even think that idea is stupid. Uh, somebody thought that <laughs> think... about Trubisky a few years ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm out of questions, Ray. You're a wonderful man. Well, guys, enjoy Canton. I always enjoy it when I'm up there, and uh, that exhibit sounds like it's it's wonderful. So uh, good luck up there. Oh, guys. I have one more. Thank you yes. for that. The kind wishes. Mike Mitchell comes back to the Steelers as a uh, coach, secondary-wise, safety-wise. Yeah, I mean, they, they need an assistant secondary coach, so I, I suppose it's out there. 
you know, might get might get that job. It's probably too soon for William Gay to get that job. But William Gay is a guy who I think is going to be on the staff within the next five years. Oh, we're in the bonus round here, Ron. Yeah. Mike Munchak, if he wanted to come back to the Steelers, you would say you're back and Pat Meyer is out. Um, that depends on who the OC is, Joe. Who but, is yeah, the OC, I mean, Ray? Pedig- pedigree, I mean, yes, Mike Munchak is extremely good at his job. So, yes, I would, I would do that. Lastly, look into your crystal ball and pick the Steelers' next offensive coordinator. Who do you think it's going to be? Um, I don't even know if they're going to interview him, guys. But I'll give you two names. Arthur Smith or Daryl Bevel. Those would be the, the types of guys that I would want in here. I didn't even ask you about the bevel constrictor. Tell me about him a little more. <laughs> the bevel Please. constrictor? No, he, he That's Noah Hiles uh, is the Noah constrictor. That, that yes, he is. That would certainly ramp up the Russell Wilson thing because he won a Super Bowl with Russell and got to another there uh, with the Seahawks. But he's with, he's with uh, McDonald now down in Miami as the QB's coach. Hasn't been a coordinator for a couple of years now, but he's been there and he's done that. He knows how to... To, to win in the NFL. And he's done it with, you know, Russell Wilson was really good, um, but he's done it with different types of quarterbacks. He, he's got a vast array of experiences is what I'm saying. So does Arthur Smith. So Now, is um, he the guy that didn't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl? Bevel is, yes, correct. Man, I don't know. That might eliminate him from, call, you know, but that had to be Pete Carroll's call, though, right? You know how Ultimately, many years yes. been since the Steelers have been to the Super Bowl? 2010. Uh, so. I hear you. I know it's been a while. I'd love to go there and make the wrong handoff late in the game. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Thank you Ray. Ray, have a great weekend, my friend. See you, pal. All right. You too. See you guys. Coming up next, let's take a closer look at these championship games. I have eight questions about Championship Sunday for Mr. Ronald Cook. Cook and Joe live from the Pro Football Hall of T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.